Uh, this time each and every Friday morning, every Arab Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Uden, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Today, of course, Rabbi Uden addresses the days of Shabbos Cholamoid, Hoshana Rabbah, Shmini Atzeres, and Simchas Torah. Good morning, Rabbi Uden. Good morning, Nachum, and good morning, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of observing Shabbos Chol Hamoed Sukkis. I'll try in the next few minutes to go through the next few days which are so jam-packed with excitement and halacha. I just want to begin with a word of caution. We hope that the weather is going to be um, very complimentary to us in the sense that it's not going to disturb our Yom Tov. However, I think not to, God forbid, create any sense of alarm, but I think one has to be very prudent and careful and listen to the weather report. And if they predict very strong winds at a time when your sukkah might be vulnerable and perhaps the schach could be carried and do damage um, to, God forbid, others or other people's property, then please either reinforce your sukkah so that it will be able to withstand the strong winds or speak to your local rabbi about the possibility of taking down your sukkah. Under normal conditions, we don't take the sukkah down until after sukkos. It is huktsa lemitzvaso. It has been set up and established for the purpose of the mitzvah the entire week of sukkahs. Please be in touch with your local rav and synagogue in terms of what would be the most prudent way of um, getting through these next few days. This coming Shabbos is Shabbos Chol Hamoed Sukkot. What makes this Shabbos special is, number one, we read the Megillas Koheles. We read Koheles on Shavuo, on Sukkos, because David Shlomo HaMelech is literally wrestling with the values of life, and this is what the Sukkah is all about. The Sukkah reminds us that we are to say, Midiras Keva, we leave and take exit from our permanent dwelling, the home, and we go into a diras arai, a temporary dwelling, reminding us what is important and what is less important. The book of Koheles begins with Havel Havolim, understood by the Ramban as a verb. Havel Havolim, namely, prioritize. And that which is Hevel, that which is vanity, make it and declare it so. And therefore, as a kind of transition from the um, acceptances 
that we took upon ourselves the resolutions with Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the sukkah is that week of transition allowing us to get back to, quote-unquote, the usual way, but that usual way should be uplifted due to the lessons of the sukkah, due to our being exposed to the ushpizen in the sukkah and their respective values. We do recite Hoshana this coming Shabbos, the Hoshana of Om Nitsura. Look in the English if you don't understand the Hebrew, and you'll see how meaningful it is in terms of the praise of Shabbos. We don't walk around um, the bima as we do on the other days, but we do open the Aron and recite this uh, very special um, Hoshana. Motzo'e Shabbos, this Saturday night, ushers in Hoshana Rabbah, one of the most special days in the Jewish calendar. It is, halachically, the last day of Sukkot, certainly in Eretz Yisrael. And it has its own unique flavor because each and every day in the Beis HaMikdash, aside from taking the Arba Minim, the Esrog and the Lulav, Hadassim and Aravos, they brought very large Aravos, willows, which they then walked and encircled the Mizbeach each day of Sukkos once. On the seventh day, they walked around seven times. The Yushalmi says, as a kind of remembrance to Yericho when the Jewish people uh, encircled the walls of Jericho once a day and on the seventh day seven times and the walls came down. And here too we celebrate on this day literally the end of the period of judgment. The Mishnah the second Mishnah in the first chapter of uh, Rosh Hashanah teaches us that on Sukkos Nidonim we are judged al for water. How much an agricultural society like the land of Israel needs water. We take the willow, something which is also so dependent on the water and literally we pray after we've walked around seven times this coming Sunday on Hoshana Rabbah with the um, Arba Minim then we take the Arava or Hoshana in our hand and say special tefillos in conjunction for please God rain uh, that we need this is also the day in accordance with the Zohar that literally it is the end of the period of Din. Now what does that mean? We said on Yom Kippur 
that on Rosh Hashanah it's inscribed, on Yom Kippur it is sealed. So where does Hoshana Rabbah come in? So our rabbis tell us that it's the decree is taken and it is being delivered. And literally until it gets to the point where it is to be finally um, taken, it can still be retracted. And for that reason, not only do we wish one another, piska tova, literally, that your uh, petek, that which has been inscribed in your name, should be for good, but the day itself has a kind of Yom Kippur flavor. Not only do we, does the chazan wear a kittel, and do we insert, when we take out the Torah, Kadosh Venora, but we have an extension of the Psukit Zimra, except for Nishmas. We include Mizmor Lesoda and the rest of the Psukit Zimra that's set on a Shabbos and Yom Tov. The Shir Hamalos is inserted after Ishtabach, before Baruch Hu, again reminiscent of the Aseris Yemei Tshuva. This day um, of Hoshana Rabbah has a great deal of mysticism to it. It is the day, first of all, which had the greatest number of korbanos, the greatest number of offerings in the Beis HaMikdash. Why? Because when a person took upon him or herself a vow to bring a korban, they had till three regalim past Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkos, and Hoshana Rabbah is the last day. And given that many people have as their nature to procrastinate, this is the last time you can bring your korban. This was the busiest day of korbanos in the Beis HaMikdash. There is a very old um, minhag of Chibut Arava, literally of taking the willow after we've prayed uh, for rain and beating it on the ground five times. Different minhagim, different reasons for this minhag. One, some say that all week long we've been praying with the arava, which does not have any taste, does not have any scent, and it reminds us of those Jews who are not yet within the pale, all week long, not yet observant, not yet part of the Jewish community. All week long, we've included them. Now, unfortunately, if they are keeping themselves apart, we demonstrate that that is not the way to go. Others say that the reason for the beating of the Arava of the ground is a reaffirmation of our belief in the revival of the dead. The dead will come to life. And therefore, literally, get up and sing, you who dwell in the dust. 
something which the Navi promised us will be happening in the future. How important is this beating of the Arava, this Minog? So you know as well as I do, there are years, if the first day of Rosh Hashanah is on a Shabbos, we don't blow the shofar. If the first day of Sukkos is on a Shabbos, we don't take the Arba Minim. The rabbis teach us, Lo Adu Rosh, the first day of Rosh Hashanah, can never be on a Sunday, because if the first day of Rosh Hashanah were on a Sunday, Hoshana Rabbah would be on a Shabbos, and we couldn't do the Chibut Arava. That's how significant it is. Finally, this coming Sunday night, we enter the Yom Tov of Shmini Atzeres. Number one, the Talmud teaches us that Shmini Atzeres is a Yom Tov unto itself. So even though in Israel it is a completely separate holiday, however, the fact that it comes after Sukkos, there are certain connections between the two. And so, be careful, recite the prayers right. If, however, Bidiyeved, after the fact, a person in their prayers on Shemini Atzeres did say Chagasukos, they do not have to repeat the Shemona Esrei. Interestingly, in Kiddush, you would have to repeat the Kiddush if you said Chagasukos when he should have said Shemini Atzeres. The Talmud tells us that it is a holiday. The Gemara in Sukkah, Memches, 48a, in no less than six ways. And in Israel, one is not allowed to sit in the sukkah on Shemini Atzeres unless they've disqualified their sukkah on Hoshana Rabbah. The reason for that is because it would appear as if they are adding to the holiday, the Torah says, seven days for the Yom Tov of Sukkos and not eight. However, outside of Israel, the Talmud says that we are Yisuve Yasvinon, we sit in the sukkah, because after all, as we kept two days at the beginning of sukkahs, we keep two days at the end, namely Shemini Atzeres and Simchas Torah. Now, the idea is that Shemini Atzeres is also very possibly the last day of Sukkos. The Talmud tells us we sit in the Sukkah because maybe it's the last day of Sukkos. We don't recite a bracha because that would be going against the character of Shemini Atzeres, which in other ways is a Yom Tov in of itself. Now, the idea behind Shemini Atzeres is a very powerful one. Rashi tells us this in two different places. I'll read from the Rashi in Parshas Emor, whereby in chapter 23, verse 36, the Torah says that he, it is an Atzeres. Now what does that mean? Says Rashi, 
Kimelech Shezimein is Bomnav Lesuuda. Atzeres means to hold back. The king who invited his children to come and spend several days with him, when the time comes for the children to leave, he says, Bonai, my children, Bivakoshomikem, please, Ikvu imi od yomechod, stay with me one more day. Kosha olai predaschem. It is hard for me to let you go. This is the ultimate compliment that God says, I want to spend more time with you, my children, the children of Israel. Wow! What a supreme compliment. And we say to Hashem, Kosha olai. It is so hard for us to take leave of you. This is literally the apex of our coming close with God. And that's why on Shemini Atzeres, you don't need the Esrogen Lulav. You don't need the Sukkah in that sense. We do sit in the Sukkah, as I mentioned. Many have the custom to so do. Others have different customs, which we don't have the time to go into now. But, we are with only the mitzvah of simcha, the mitzvah of rejoicing with God on Shmini Atzeres. The last day, please God, next Monday night and Tuesday, is that of Simchas Torah. Simchas Torah, many have the custom on the night, aside from taking out all the Sifrei Torah and dancing seven hakafos, then many have the custom of reading from the Torah at nighttime, all part of the very special celebration. During the day, we have once again the uh, hakafos taking out all the Torahs, each of the gentlemen having a opportunity to go around the bima with the Sefer Torah, to dance with the Torah. Everybody gets an aliyah, which is a way of showing our love for the Torah, being called to the Torah, studying Torah. And be careful that if you have many different um, groups within the Beisach Knesses and different Torahs, make sure there's always a minion present listening to the Kriyasa Torah. I cannot say this strongly enough. I urge all parents especially of teenagers, to know where your children are going to be for Yom Tov. Don't tell me they're going to a wonderful community. Who is going to be responsible for them? Which adult to make sure that they're going to be behaving appropriately, properly, and that they're going to be taught that drinking is nothing less than a defamation of, it's a disgrace to the holiday. That's not the way the Jewish people celebrate their Simchas Torah. This is such 
an important point, and you are responsible. And it's not enough to know that my child is going away for Yom Tov to a good community. You need to know who is responsible for the children on Simchas Torah. I just wish to close with a beautiful medrash based upon the Pasuk in Tehillim, 102, Pasuk 19, whereby Dovin HaMelech says, the Am Nivra, the nation that was created or recreated, Yahalil Ka, will praise God. The Medrash understands it to mean that on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, we are literally recreated on an annual basis. And very simply, we are given a new lease on life. We don't say the Halil on Rosh Hashanah and on Yom Kippur. Sukkot on throughout the week of Sukkot, Shemini Atzeres, and Simchas Torah, when we say the full Halil, this is Viam Nivra, the nation that has been recreated, now is saying thank you to God through the Halil for the new opportunities which have been given us. And this is such an exciting idea. The Vilna Gaon says this beautifully. Why do we observe the holiday of Sukkos in this time of the year? Because we are reliving the fact that after the sin of the golden calf, we not only received the Ananei Kavod, the clouds, back, but they were given to us in a fashion that was even greater than when we had them in the first place, showing that when we do tshuva on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, God responds in kind and gives us even more and greater opportunities than we had the previous year. And for this, we say Hallel. For this, we celebrate and we say thank you to Hashem for these special golden opportunities that you will now give us for this forthcoming year. And we pray that we're going to use the gift of life, the gift of God's bounty and blessings that He gives us, the gifts of health, the gift of prosperity, the gift of family. We're going to use all the gift of community, all these very special gifts which HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us. We should be privileged to use them in a way to channel literally towards our service of Him. I take this opportunity of wishing Nachum and his family, of wishing all our listeners a Piskatova, a good Shabbos for Shabbos Cholamoed, a very special Yom Tov. Enjoy the Yom Tov and let us create the environment for ourselves and our children, one that we can all be especially proud of. Shabbat Shalom and a good Yom Tov to all.